Hey yo, yeah, this is the views from the Uninspired Podcast, man. I'm with, with some of my hosts right now. I'm with T King Tootie. I'm with Gemma. I'm with Mayot. So uh, let's dive into it, man. Uh, so um, one of y'all said that somebody was asking uh, where the origin of our uh, podcast name come from. Views from the Uninspired, and um, yep, it's a uh, it really came from us just um, listening to the Joe Budden podcast. We were talking about it, and um, Joe Budden was uh, arguing with Drake, the, the the album views, and talking about how he, he said Drake felt like, in his opinion, he felt like Drake was uninspired. And then we just mixed that all together and uh, put it in play. It took us a long time to get to that, though. Because I know we was coming up, we was trying to come up with so many different names at first. Yeah. Right. Speak on it. Yeah, I remember yeah, it, was, it was during that time, it was the Drake and Joe Budden beef, too. So that, that, if, if that correlation of time, that's when we came up with the name. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty much what, what it was. No. Uh, it wasn't too much put into that thought. <laughs> to, uh, to add it on, if somebody asks what's the name, tell them to listen to episode two. Hey, who might change the name in the future? We'll never, you never yeah. know. Yeah, but throw, some, throw some ideas. We'll, we'll be creative as well. Exactly. Well, we, we, listen, we, we listen to our listeners. Yeah. Some of them. <laughs> yeah, some of them. <laughs> 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 hey, before we even get it started, though, I guess we should let him know. Uh, one of the members is not here today. Uh, he had a he had a birthday last night. He was wilding <laughs> out, so you know he had a long night. That's what the birthday he had a real long night. So he might join us later on, uh, later on in the episode. So who knows? Yeah, he might. Uh, and, that, and that's my now. No, busy yeah. man right <laughs> now. But it was a good night, though. So happy birthday to him, man! Happy, 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 happy birthday! Sure. Happy birthday, man! Happy birthday! Happy belated, happy belated birthday! It is. Happy. It was last night, right? Yeah, last night. Happy, last night. Happy you don't want to sing the song night. or what? Huh? <laughs> go ahead, start off, man. Yeah, you got it. You I mean, I go ahead. Don't sing it, though. Man, man, go ahead. the artist. Nah, it's all good. It's all good. So, um, instead of the good night that we had last night, uh, I want to start off with the first topic. So, uh, Truder, you said uh, you was here in Omaha um, on Monday? Yep, last Monday. Yeah, and, y'all, and y'all was protesting, right? Yep. So, uh, kind of give us a rundown of how that how that went. Yeah, man. So, first of all, the reason why I went down to Omaha to go protest, because there was protests in Lincoln, too. But uh, I decided to go to Omaha because of the situation where uh, the home is uh, James. Yeah, James. Uh, I didn't, per, person, personally, I didn't know him, but you know, a lot of the homies knew who he was, mm-hmm. and he, they was homing with him. So I wanted to go over there and kind of just support the homies and support the, you know, the city because that's where I'm from. So you know, I I was 
I was thinking in my head, the city was gonna burn down, you know. I was like, let's let's go do it, man. Whatever gonna happen, let it let it happen, you know. I I even prepared myself to go to jail if it comes down to it, you know. That's oh, deep. Wow. You know, I, I was That's I, deep. I, yeah, yeah, man, because you never know what to expect, man. Yeah. So uh, I have my mind ready, you know. Uh when we was out there, a uh, girl walking around giving out uh, giving uh giving people numbers. Saying, uh, if if you get locked up, call this number. They're gonna they're gonna come help you and bail you out. <laughs> if you get locked up, here's a uh, take this number. I was like, cool, cool. You know, we we took it. I was out there. Was uh, Kun was out there. OJ was out there with, with me. Uh, World was out there, and some other people. Yeah. So, uh, uh, personally, I feel like it was underwhelming. It was not what I thought it was gonna be. You know, uh, for example, uh. It was eighty percent white people in my in 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 uh in my eyes of what I saw. I was expecting way more uh black people to show up. You know, I thought the black people were gonna show out and go crazy over there. No, but uh, it didn't turn out like that. It was uh, a lot of white people and another thing, a lot of uh a lot of kids, man. I mean they like they're not babies or nothing, but a lot of them were like probably high schoolers. Mm-hmm. Um I might have saw five adults, max. Uh, just a lot of teens. Uh, a lot that's, of them in the early twenties, well, maybe. Well, that's because uh, yeah. James. James, he wasn't that old. He was only like twenty-two. He was. He was what? Eighteen? Nineteen? No, he was. He was. He's. I thought he was twenty-two. He was twenty-two. 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 Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I but I was still expecting like the whole city to come out. Just not just not not the kids. But apparently that's what's been happening everywhere, you know, all over the the country. It's, it's been the kids that's protesting. Because the reason why I was expecting adults to be there, because you know how, like, back in the days, you know, the MLK, when they protested, it was just, yeah. it was everybody, the adult yeah. uh, and the kids. Adults but I guess this is different. Together. It's a, yeah. this, this, I guess this generation is doing their thing now. You know, uh, I was just kind of disappointed, man, because I was expecting way more black people to show up, and they didn't. No, you, know, you no. You want to uh, know why that is? Uh, they, they pro- me. You want to know why that is? They protested earlier than earlier than the day. Before you even got there, they protested earlier than the day. All the black people. No, I, I was from, from my understanding. That's what I, that's what I heard is that they protested earlier than the day. What part of the town? I mean, they was downtown. They was in North Omar. They was Probably in West Omar. Yeah, West Omar. They was everywhere. Yeah. It was well, just from, they, they protested. From what I know. Yeah, but from what I know, what I heard, that was all the protest uh, that night, and and it was downtown Omar. Yeah. yeah was but, that your first time going out and protesting? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, was that was my time. that was my first time. You know, yeah. Have anybody else ever been to a protest? I've been yeah, to I've been one to before. One. It was a, it, it, it didn't deal with this one. It was more. Yeah. It, it didn't deal with like a killing. It was just more. Yeah. 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 How are the police on the scene there? Because I've seen around the country, the police are they going at it with people. Yeah. Some of them yeah. are resigning. Yeah. Uh, at first, it was it was cool, right? The cops. I mean, the, yeah. The the police. They brought the the, uh, the military. The military. Yeah. That, uh, yeah. Yeah. It was crazy, man. Like every corner of that down, every corner was, you know, like a row, at least 10, 
right there. Every corner, the whole uh, downtown was shut down. All the business was shut down early. It's know? martial uh, law. It's martial so law. First, yeah, but pretty much. At first, it was cool. You know, everybody just uh, the cops. They just they blocked because uh, everybody wanted to go to the the uh, the club, right, where the owner yeah uh, owned. Everybody wanted to get to that, but they blocked it off. They they had all one of the cops around, and so nobody could get to that mm-hmm. club. Mm. So everybody was just kind of stuck right there. They just they stopped everybody from moving. We can't move forward. You can move backward, but you can't move forward. They just they were just standing right there. So basically, everybody just stood there. People was you know shouting stuff. You know Black Lives Matter, all that stuff. And that put them on how it was for like most of the night. You no, know? and, and um, it wasn't until about eight thirty, because the curfew uh, alarm went off at eight, but nobody left. It went off again at eight fifteen. Nobody moves. So eight thirty, they uh one of the, one of the cops got on a microphone and said, um, they're gonna start using deadly force to get to, to make people go home. If you don't deadly, deadly, yeah, deadly force on a microphone. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's when people start looking around like, oh nah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, what the heck? So yeah, uh, when they said that, uh, they started moving forward. The uh, the police they started moving forward to the people, and. People at first, people was moving back. So then that's when I started, you know, shooting the the tear gas, uh, spraying people, and uh, the people were starting throwing water bottles at them. And then they they started shooting some more, and then everybody just kind of like spread and start running all different kind of ways. People started getting arrested. Uh, OJ and we almost got arrested. They almost got caught, but they got away. I was right behind them. I stopped. I was just, uh, watching them run. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Uh, so I stopped. Yeah. I stopped. So uh, who, the way they ran, that's the way we were supposed to go because the car is over there, but then the cops were right there, so I couldn't go forward. So I just kind of stopped, and I couldn't go back because the other car was over there behind us, so I was kind of trapped in the middle. So yeah. I was just standing down like, man, where, which way am I going to go? But, but then uh, these, uh, this group of white people came. They came uh, by me and started going in front of me. They started putting their hands up and walking toward the cops. You know, uh, and then uh, I started doing the same thing. So I got behind and we was putting our hands up and they let us go through. They say, go home now. All you guys go. Wow. Yeah. Did, you see, did you see that transition? That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, uh, I was like, All right. so I just got behind the white people and then they let us go. Then got to the car, took off. You no. Know, so that was in, that was the inner night for me for, for chasing ghosts. Yeah. Uh, when you just said um, that you was disappointed with the turnout, um, do you think that had anything to do with uh, killing being related to the protesting? That the people didn't, people just kind of stopped showing up just because someone already got killed because of protesting? Do you think that kind of scared a lot of people to not going? And the, the, I mean, the kid that, that got killed, it wasn't a police that killed him too. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, you think uh, civilians yeah, I, were scared? I, I, I kind of feel like they, I, I kind of like before Trudeau goes. I kind of feel like that could be a reason too as well. Because I mean, it's been happening for so long and then people don't even realize like now it now now it's hitting home. Right after literally right after George Floyd got killed, this happens in our own city. So yeah. maybe they were because they they set up curfew on us, everything, and people were just like, you know, I don't know if they, they like I, I don't know if it, their mentality, but I think that they were thinking like, I'm not gonna risk it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that could definitely be one of the factors. Uh, for me, I think the protest being on a Monday was probably a big deal too, because uh, on Monday people got jobs, got work, all that stuff. 
Mm-hmm. I think that might have been the reason because I remember when I went to go approach, I just got over. I got over, I got three, but then I drove to Oma yeah. uh, right away to go protest. So I think that had a lot to do with it. If the protest, if it happened on a Saturday, I think it might have been a different turnout. Right. You no, know? but I, uh, the protest being on a Monday probably had a lot to do with it. Uh, why a lot of people didn't turn out. Yeah, I think if it was the police that killed the young kid, James, here in Omaha, I think the uh, turnout would have been much bigger. Oh, yeah, definitely. So I think that played a lot to it, yeah. Definitely, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we did forget to discuss that last podcast, too. You guys have any thoughts on that? We just kind of... Well, I mean, it happened, it happened right after we, we dropped the podcast. No, no, it happened before. No, it happened, it happened, it happened the night, night, the night before. That that, night before yeah, the night before. Yeah, the night before. Yeah, the night before. yeah. yeah. But, we but yeah, my thoughts on that, man. My thoughts on that is just it's just a wild situation because the the guy that killed the kid, um, he has a history in here in Omaha, and we've been hearing his name for a while. That's a club that we that was like the club we most of the time we went into, and every time we went to that club, like we always kind of knew, like yo, this owner is probably a pretty known racist, so yeah. just be careful out there. And his staff, too. so yeah. Yeah, yeah, the staff. So yeah, they've been have given us problems for a long time. So we we kind of oh, knew that. Sure. So it's just it's just like it's like it's almost like everybody kind of knew he was he was on age. Like he was he was willing to do that. The owner he was ready to take a life that night, and it's fucked up that it had to be a kid that pretty much wasn't doing much, and then him for him to not even get charged and the case basically to get dismissed that quick. It's 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 terrible, man. No, there, there's did a, he, get, he got when did he get he got released Monday, right? Monday morning. The night after the, the day the yeah. next day, he posted bail. No, there's a petition and going on right now, and everybody should join it. There's a petition going on right now to um to make sure that he gets charged. Okay. Like, I, I, I'll send y'all I'll send y'all the link later on, and then uh, any any of our listeners, if y'all wanna if y'all wanna uh go ahead and uh join the petition. I'll make sure I'll put the link in uh in our description and on, on our YouTube video and just join the cause. But um Did you guys see the video? I did yeah, watch it. Yeah, yeah but, but I uh, didn't watch it. No, I I didn't watch it either because man, I'm just tired of it. I'm just tired of it. Yeah, I I seen it, man. Yeah, they they said the dude was it was self-defense. I didn't I didn't see it that way. Because yeah, the, the, the dude that, that shot him, he, he he took two shots, right? At two other dudes, but then they ran, and so then James came from behind them to tackle him. I think he was trying to stop him. To, uh, he was trying to stop him from shooting uh, mm-hmm. his gun. So when they tackle when they tackle him down, that's when he shot uh, James from behind. All right. Uh, so uh, let's let's uh, let's 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 get into um, talking about basically what we went through on the south side with police brutality like all four of us in 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 this room right now in on this podcast we've been through it we've been through it so i mean some of y'all just give me your thoughts on like you know what i mean how like how they used to treat us like to me it wasn't cool and we used right. to make like I ain't gonna lie, we used to make jokes about that because we out here um just doing what we gotta do. And we used to go to Stratford, clown the security officer, clown the police on the south side too. Just clowning them because 
they they try to bully you. It's like basically like when you go to high school or anywhere in any type of school, somebody's trying to bully you. And that's what that's what it always used to feel like to me is like they trying to bully us. So, I mean, I don't know how y'all feel about that. I never used to like it. Yeah, to add on to add on to what you were saying, man, um, growing up, it was very it was very, very difficult. You know, we had we were kids, too. We were very young and we didn't know a lot, mm-hmm. you know, and um, us not knowing a lot of information opened doors for police officers to violate us. You know, um, how they treated us back then, it wasn't fair. You know, we, we I seen some of my homies get slammed on the ground just because they won't give up a name because they don't know how they got arrested. You know what I mean? Just things of that nature. Some of them getting falsely accused, booking them the next day, just because they're Sudanese as well. Who's a target, you know? From Southgate, all of Southgate is in Bellevue. Who's a target yeah. within the Bellevue Police Department? Facts. Uh, Stratford, you know, to the projects, the South Side. They had pretty much every officer rolling around rolling around town, even though they know who we are, they'll pick a day if they want to pick on us or not that day. Yeah. You know, and, no, even, when and we used crazy. To to, even when we used to go to our town too. You Bro, and that's crazy. Arrested? Yeah. <laughs> right? That too. Bro. That's crazy. That was one time, right? Um, we were walking from, we were on the south side. We was walking from the library across the street going to the projects and um, there was no cars in sight. None. We walking, a cop pulls us over talking about, you guys are jaywalking. We say, yo, officer, there's no cars around. And he was like, I need all you guys' names right now. You know, at that time, you know, we, we ain't do nothing wrong and we know we don't got, you know, we don't got warrants or things of that nature. So we, at the end of the day, we made them look stupid. But even though there's a jaywalking uh, rule, I felt like that can only be effective just, just by the environment itself. When we were walking, there was no cars, none. Yeah, you know, but I just felt like if anybody else was walking, they wouldn't have gone through that position at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, man. But you know, if that if that was a white neighborhood, that's that's not happening at all. There ain't no way a, a cop going to a white neighborhood and and just if you see a, a few white guys talking, you're not gonna be like, oh man, let me uh, let me uh, let me stop you guys and ask for IDs. None of that. They're gonna go mm-hmm. crazy and call their parents. You know, that's their go-to. My <laughs> mom is a lawyer. <laughs> but yeah, but for me, man, like I had a few, uh, you no know, incident with the cops. Uh, for example, one, uh, one night we were just because we have all of us, all of us just kicking back on the projects. One night we were just kicking it. Uh, we we're probably out until you know one, two a.m. Yeah. You know, it was about five of us at this point. We was behind my crib, so and then uh, a cop, uh, three cops came. One of them was black. They came uh, trying to tell us uh, we need to go inside. That there's a curfew. Uh, we were like, what? The projects had, had never had a curfew ever. <laughs> no, never, never had a curfew. You could be you could <laughs> be up happened. all night if you wanted. You could be up until eight, you know, <laughs> eight a.m. if you feel like it. You know, the project never had a curfew. So they came. They said, uh, "You guys got to go inside." We said, "Why? Uh, are we being too loud? Did anybody report us?" They said, "Nah, you just guys, you just got to go inside." There's a curfew. We said, "Nah, there's no curfew." So they said, "You guys got to go inside right now. Otherwise, you will be arrested." You know, right here. We said, for what? <laughs> we didn't do nothing, you know? We're not causing no trouble. And then they said, we're going we're gonna to ask you guys one more time to go inside or you're getting arrested. And once, like, once again, we said, there's no reason uh, why you guys you know, uh, harassing us. We didn't do nothing. Okay, They said, okay, you guys don't get arrested. Um, 
we're going to take you guys to jail and, and, and uh, we're going to tell uh, the people that the reason we arrest you guys is because you guys got drugs on you. And we said, whoa, <laughs> whoa, whoa, we ain't got no drugs on it. And then one of the cops said, we're going to put it on you guys. And then we're going to tell them that we found it on you. And the crazy part is the black dude was there, right? He wasn't really talking, but he didn't, he did not say nothing at all. Like he was chilling and watching the other they, two cops talk crazy. That's how they always are, so, man. And that and that's a that's a sad part, man. Like you black, my nigga, like you know, stick out for your people, man. No, you gotta. That's the thing that everybody always say. The other cop got to police the other cop. Mm -hmm. They never do that. Yeah. It's like I don't know. He was scared. If you just want to fit in, you know, with the other cops, or what, but he was just kind of chilling and let the other cop, you know, do all the dirty work. No, but we just like, man, this ain't worth it, man. Let's just leave, you know. So we decided, you know, call it a night, you know. And that was, that was just one incident, you know, out of many. Another time I was walking to Stratford, you know, uh, for people that might not know what that is, it's a, a place that we used to walk to. It's probably about like two or three miles away from uh, where most of us live in the projects, yeah. you know. And we used to walk there all the time to go kick it and just play basketball over there. So one day I was walking there and the one the cop stopped me and he said, hey, man, you tripped it, right? And I said, nah, what do you mean? He said, nah, I know you tripped it. And I said, how you know that? He said, uh, you, you, you know a tune, right? That's your brother? I said, yeah. And he said, you know, uh, you know, uh, boy, they call him Tata, that's your brother? I said, yeah. He said, yeah, they're trips that we know. So that means you're trips it. No, like, oh, nah, man, he's tripping, dude. I, this time I was still in high school. I don't know about I was probably a junior at this time. Yeah, like, no, nah, this, this is around this the time. Soon. No, bro, that was around the time when, uh, you remember, man, you remember that shit? When uh, this is around the time they put you, they even put you in the game file. Yeah, and I I, I looked up the information. And I was like, wait, so they, they've been they've been having like they've been putting surveillance on this <laughs> the whole time, and we're not even doing nothing wrong. Yeah, yeah, I was just, I was just shocked that they knew who I was because they knew they knew my brothers, and I was like, I mean, you got them with drug deals or something? Like I've never sold a drug, you know, I've never sold a thing. Uh, you guys think uh, why you guys spying on us? Like we ain't doing that. But then they just assume okay, they were like, oh, you two of your brothers are, are gang members, so that makes you a gang member. They're not, they're not even gang member, even if they was. No, that doesn't mean that I'm a gang member. Yeah, Most likely they, they, they want their little brother not to be in a gang. Yeah, but they just crazy, man. Not to pick it back, what you said, man. Um, no, before Gamma talk, uh, we got pulled over too. Uh, it, it, it deals with gang, gang related. I remember one time we was in the north side, and um, we I was with, I was with, I was with one of the homies. We get pulled over, and I was in the back seat, and I didn't have my seatbelt on, you know. Yeah. So the cop comes on. He he comes. He was like, um, he asked the driver, you know, for the the name, registration, blah blah blah. And then he looked in the he looked he looked around and he seen three other black people. So he was like, okay, I'm gonna need all you guys' names, you know. So we were like, for what? He was like, uh, the two people in the back don't have their seatbelt on. So we were like, wow. <laughs> he could give us a ticket right there. You know, so we were like, all right, cool. Whatever. We gave him our names. He went he went back to go search them. He took about 25 minutes. He went back. He comes back. He says, You guys are good. And then he said, um, he looked at me, he said, Do a um, you're a trip set gang member, so you need to watch out. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> what do you mean by that? <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean? He just said, he said, he said, well, you just need to watch out, you know, but just that alone, if my name is on the database, imagine how many other people's names are on there uh, without us even knowing, you know, until we get until we get in a situation where we have to give up our names, you know. So mm -hmm. that was that's an, that's that example right there was like 
at the time it didn't it didn't make sense to me, but everything now makes sense. Yeah, yeah, it's that relationship. It's, it's just a lot of that, man. To where the police they they just pretty much still keep a database on pretty much everybody, and it does, it does, it doesn't make much sense. But my relationship with them is always that no matter what, I always just try to stay away from them. Just because I know police, they don't come in with aggression like the stories y'all just told. Most of y'all, y'all wasn't doing anything at all. They approached y'all aggressively, and they was kind of trying to expect a, re- uh, a reaction from y'all. So what I kind of I'm what I'm learning is just whenever I deal with police, just try to make it as quick as possible on my end. Try not to say too much or or anything like that. And it's the sad part is is just how aggressive they they just come off, man. It's like before they even ask you uh, your name and stuff like that, they'll start telling you about you. It's like like what kind of yeah. what kind of BS is that? You know. Exactly. So it's just right. yeah. So it's just my relationship with them is always just try to keep it simple. And for me, too, another thing is, in, like, 2014, I got wrapped up in a pretty serious case out of state that had nothing to do with Nebraska. But yeah. pretty much uh, a month after I came back to Nebraska, a month after that, the uh, gang unit started coming to my house, just started pretty much trying to interview me. And then they pretty much, since 2014, uh, pretty much every year, once a year, they'll try to come to my house and try to talk to me about it. Just some BS. Like, it, it makes no sense at all. Yeah. Like that, whatever happened out of state, that had nothing to do with Nebraska. I never had any kind of those problems in Nebraska, you know. So it's just police be on some BS, and it's yeah. like we're in a heavy gang. We're in a heavy gang city, so yeah, yeah. they, they take it know. to a, they, yeah. They're hella aggressive <laughs> yeah. trying to control this gang problem, which and it kind of just leads to uh, the wrong people kind of being wrapped up in shit like that. Like there's no reason for our names to be in uh, in gang files, none at all. So yeah. Right. Cause we, nah, we, we, we the crazy like thing is, I would. No, nah, go ahead, T. No, nah, we because we ain't like that. There, there was, there was no reason. I've been through similar situations, just like y'all have, and I understand why I was in those situations because I knew what I was doing at the time. But, like, myself as as a person that knows the law. It was justified, and they couldn't they couldn't get nothing on me. And I'm telling them like, "Yo, I don't care if you know who I am. You know my name. This and that. It is what it is. Right now, am I doing anything wrong? Am I doing anything wrong? All right. Well, then I gotta go. If you ain't gonna let me go, I'm gonna call my lawyer right now, and that'll be that. Because if I gotta call my lawyer, that means you have to put me under arrest." If I ain't doing nothing wrong, then just let me go. Simple as that. Because I ain't doing nothing to you. You, I mean, you. What, what are you looking for in my car? What are you looking for? Are you trying to search my car for what? What is the probable cause? They had no probable cause. And I they, mean, all, they always had to just say, hey, all right, you can go. All right. Go ahead, Trudy. Lucky one, then you know if you knew, uh, if you knew, you know the law at that time, you knew your your rights and all that. Then you're lucky, cause me personally, I didn't know none of that back then. Yeah, so, you know, all the time we used to get in trouble, and yeah. when I every time I went to jail, right, uh, my lawyer, uh, public defender, basically always just tell me, hey man, public they got a deal. Don't call him public offender. Public pretender. Public pretender. Yeah, so I just be like, oh, that's cool. They, they, they make it sound like the deal is good for me. Not knowing it's gonna stick uh, on my record for something yeah. that I probably could have fought and got off. You know, yeah. every time yeah. I, I get locked up, I just be like, all right, cool. I'm gonna take the deal. 
and just uh, get, take, do the time real quick and then I'd be out. That's, that was my mind, that was my, my mental at the time. Thinking back, I, uh, it wasn't until after a while, like uh, I think it was one of the dudes that was in jail. He told me, he said, um, every time you go to court, don't never take the deal. Don't plead guilty. Oh, it's Friday. Even if you don't win at the end, you're going to get way less time than they're going to just give you. You just take the deal right away. Yeah. Um, so like, you know what? Thinking back, man, a lot of deals that I pleaded guilty to, I shouldn't have. You know, I could have fought them and got away with it. No, you could have, man. Like, man, yeah, I, I, I don't know why. I don't know how I learned all this stuff. It was just like I used to read a lot of books. So I, I would read a lot of books about like the law and like what what police can do and what they cannot do. It's basically like the uh, the ten the ten commandments. You know what I mean? You got the you got the the first one, and you got the you got the freedom of speech, all that. You know what I mean? You got the right to bear arms. You got the right to basically face your accuser too in court. If they said they have a suspect, that uh, a witness, you have the right to uh, basically face your accuser. Man, th- there's so many things that you can break down in the law that like they think that they think we stupid, man, and we're not. And to uh, to add on to what you're saying, T, yeah, at the time, um, I think it was about like 12 years old or 11 around that time. If we would have knew the, the information that you yeah. told us, then we would have been in a situation, you know, because I remember there was one time, we was in a project, just chilling. It was like nine of us, man. And uh, there, was a, there was a police, but he had, he had like plain clothes on, you know. And um, at the time, he was saying that he was, I forgot what position he held, you know, but it didn't, it did, everything didn't add up to who he said he was. And um, he said, everybody get in line. So we all got in line. You know, and then he said one by one, one by one, he's taking a picture of us. And then after we get done with the picture, he writes down our names and our birthdays and stuff like that. You know, so at the time when he did that, we didn't know what it was. Come to find out that right, that that example right there is what they did to pretty much every black person without knowing, without knowing that they did it. Yep. You know, that's how they put put it in his profile. Not only that. Our pictures was up on, you know, the office and the projects, right? Yeah. Yep. They have the, all those mug shots and all those stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that our pictures was up there. And we had to find out because somebody actually went inside that office. Yeah. You know, so we, it's just, it's just, and the crazy thing about it is since we were labeled as, as something that we wasn't, those are status that I put one time about uh, your name being on a gang member. And one of, one of the uh, people that commented was a retired uh, police officer. And she said, um, as much as you want to do something, there's really nothing you can do about it, you know, but just to continue being who you are. You know, if you're not a gang member, let it be because it won't it won't affect it. And if it does come up to you, explain to explain to whoever wants to know. And if not, there's a rap sheet of, you know, every 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 stuff you've done, you know, so pretty much that's what she was saying. You know, or if you do want to take it off, you have to you have to go to the higher ups with the higher lawyers, courts and, and things of that nature. And but it sucks to be in this system because it's like I didn't ask for it, nor did I did any of this stuff. And that's just one of the just one of the few how us black men get treated out here in America. Yeah, it's yeah. it's not a good feeling. It's Crazy man, not at all. And if you get into a situation where uh, you're trying to where you have interact with a cop like that, and then you kind of keep that same energy, like T. Well, T was just talking about telling the cop like he knows his rights. Like imagine if you run into the wrong cop. 
at the wrong time, and they kind of take that uh, as aggression, you know? And cops are sensitive yeah. people. They're sensitive as hell. So if you run into the wrong cop, you try to know your rights to the wrong person. That can get you in a bad situation. Yeah, that's true. Too. So yeah. it's just, the police are fucked up people, man. It's just knowing yeah, about, it's, just, it's all about knowing your rights, man. Like, knowing wrong, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. all these laws, like, the, I mean, all the Ten just, Commandments. Like, I, I, I urge y'all, and to, to the listeners that are listening, I urge you guys to actually look this up and know your rights. Because if a police pulls up on you, even through this whole protesting, rioting, uh, coronavirus, p- pandemic, all this thing that's going on, if you know your rights, a police officer cannot cannot do anything to you. He can't touch you. He can't do nothing. If he touches you, actually, I I don't I don't agree with that at all. Cause uh, if you why, why, black, why it don't matter what you know. Sometimes, cause when you're black, sometimes they don't care what you know. They're just gonna abuse you anyway. You know all the innocent people. That, I've seen so many videos of people who just they say I didn't do nothing. They just chilling. Yeah, and the cops being aggressive. Yeah, you know, as we know, a lot of people die being innocent. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes it helps, but I think a lot of time it only helps if you have the money. If if you have, you know, if you have, if you have lawyers, you know, I think it helps knowledge wise. Personally, if I have the money, every time a cop pull up to me, I'm gonna just chill. I'm gonna let them do what they gotta do, but then later I'm gonna get my lawyer. Yeah, then I'm gonna be on the ass. Right. You know, that that's how I would. That's personally how I would do it. It doesn't matter if I know my rights or what. When I when I get pulled over, what I'm gonna just, you know, I'm gonna be calm. I'm gonna give them whatever they need, and then but if I not do nothing and they you know they bring the law, then I'm gonna go get my lawyer and then I'm gonna you know you know take them to court or whatever I gotta do. But right. if you can't, that's the only way you can fight a cop. Like you don't want to argue with a cop. It's nothing. It's gonna make things worse. This is literally any time that I've been in any trouble or anything. Explain, explain to our listeners what that is. Yeah, so but everybody can't what see what this is right now. What I just showed on the screen. Is 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 my lawyer's uh, card? So basically, if anything happens to me, or if the cops just want to, like you know, I ain't doing nothing wrong or anything like that, or maybe I might be doing something wrong, and I and I I'm not like that type of person I used to be. So all I have to do, show my lawyer's card, call my lawyer, because if anything. He's going to pull up and he's going to be like, all right, what did he do? He's going to talk for me. I ain't got to say nothing. Don't talk. Don't talk. That's basically all you have to do is don't talk. I mean, all right, here it goes. And just don't say nothing. Your lawyer is going to handle everything for you. Because as as I go down to uh, everything that we see on the TV, pretty much how people don't talk and all that do the same thing. What do you mean? Like just in regular shows when they're getting uh when they when 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 they're in a holding cell they're getting interrogated they're trying to figure out and they're trying yeah it, see those people on them shows they're dumb some people are actually smart where to where they know let me call my like hey I need to talk to my lawyer before you guys even interrogate me that's what you're supposed to do literally. So we just took a quick break real quick. We came back. You know, I'm still with my my host, Gemma, True Dear, Maya. We're still here. 
and I'm 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 Messiah. Um, so basically, uh, just piggybacking off of uh, what we were just talking about about police brutality and uh, racism, I want to talk about racism in sports because um, there was something that happened earlier this week that we need to address. And I'm going to play a, a quick clip for you guys real quick. Everyone is looking back now at Kaepernick's protests from a few years ago, and obviously they were always about police brutality, and now it's coming back to the fore, and a lot of people expect that we will see players kneeling again even when the NFL season starts. So I'm curious how you think the NFL will and should respond to that, and of course you're such a leader in the league. Uh, what is your responsibility as a leader uh, in times like this for the rest of your teammates and, and players in the league? Well, I, I will. I will never agree with anybody um, disrespecting the flag of the United States of America or our country. Um, let me let me just tell you what I see or what I feel when the national anthem is played, and when I look at the the flag of the United States. I envision my two grandfathers who fought for this country during World War II, one in the Army and one in the Marine Corps, both risking their lives to protect our country and to try to make our country and this world a better place. So every time I stand with my hand over my heart, looking at that flag and singing the national anthem, that's what I think about. And in many cases, it brings me to tears, thinking about all that has been sacrificed, not just those in the military, but for that matter, those throughout the civil rights movements of the 60s. And everyone and all that has been endured by so many people up until this point. And is everything right with our country right now? No, it's not. We still have a long way to go. But I think what you do by standing there and showing respect to the flag with your hand over your heart is it shows unity. It shows that we are all in this together. We can all do better. And that we are all part of the solution. Deep dive. Let's get into it. First on, y'all go first on this one. No, uh, we we all just heard what um what the clip said, right? Yeah, but for, first first of all, uh, people need to know who that was and why it's important. We're discussing this right now. Um, uh, that was uh Drew Brees. Drew Brees is a quarterback uh for the New Orleans Saints in the National Football League, uh, the NFL. Uh, he's a he's a pretty big name, no. Uh, so uh, my thoughts on that, I think we all put them on have the same thoughts on this. Uh, the fact that a lot of white people think when Cap was kneeling, it was all about uh, disrespecting the flag to them and disrespecting the nation, the country, uh, which we all know that's not the case. Uh, I think of. Uh, Behind the scene, a lot of white people felt like that. It just happened that Drew Brees was the one that said it out loud, and you know, immediately <laughs> regretted it. And you know, after the backlash that he got, uh, but I really don't have too much to say on this man because I think it's a lot of people already talked about this, and I feel like we all feel the same way about this. It, it just doesn't make any sense. That was just a stupid comment. Like everybody know, Cap was not kneeling uh, because of the. Uh, because of the flag, he wasn't kneeling because of the flag. He wasn't kneeling to disrespect the flag or uh, the country. He yeah. even said it himself. I'm kneeling because of what the cops do to innocent black people. Injustice, yeah. He, he explained his money many times. He explained yeah. it to the people. 
he explained to the white people, you know. So that was that was just a dumb comment by Drew Brees. I ain't gonna lie. I used to back when Kaepernick was still in the league, even after he kneeled. Every time I seen the because that's my team, the 49ers. Every time I, I was watching their games, Kaepernick would kneel, I would kneel with him. At the house, watching it on TV, I would kneel with him because I knew what he was standing for. And if you don't stand for something, you're going to fall for anything. And it's a crazy yeah. world that we live in. Oh, you got something? Yeah. Um, yeah. Me being a fan of um, New Orleans Saints. And yeah, I was, I, was, of, I was going to say, don't leave that part out. <laughs> That's yeah. your boy. <laughs> and, and, and me being a big Drew Brees fan, uh, the, when, when, he, when he said those comments, I was, I was offline for those few days until I came back and figured out what the uh, hostility was about. And everybody that was angry, they had the right to be angry. You know, um, that was pretty much like a slap to the face to somebody that you would, you know, like he's he's a quarterback of your favorite football team, you know, so you have to support him, you know, up to that point. Um, his comments not only shook the NFL world, but it shook everyone in general from even LeBron James speaking up to Aaron Rodgers uh, to Donald Trump. You know, so that that was a big wave off of what Drew Brees said. But according to him, it didn't come. It wasn't supposed to come out that way. You know, uh, even his teammates were even his teammates were disappointed. His comments when he said his comments, of course, I was disappointed. I was very, very disappointed, you know, and then until he said the apology the next day and that he dropped a video, you know, um, that alone showed me that he had people he had people waking him up. You know, Drew Brees is a privileged white boy who grew up in Texas, would have everything he had. Mm-hmm. You know, he's just he's just he's just representing his country like he's supposed to do, you know. But it's just the timing of everything messed it up. Um everybody's that is protesting and us black men getting killed. That was a purpose. He ignored that. Um, but what I took out of it was actually a good thing for Drew Brees. Um, he actually made every white person wake up. They, they said, Lo, yo, if I slip up a word, if I do this, I'm going to be next. You know? But he also woke us, woke us black people up saying, this is how every white person is still feeling. You know, um, Drew Brees is—he's around great people. You know, the owner, uh, Gail Benson. She's a she. She supports black people. Um, all the way down to Sean Payton. Sean Payton had a statement um, about all the protests, and you know, and um, all the way down to Michael Thomas to Demario De Davis. You know, he has a lot of core. He he has a core of black people around him to check his ass. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, and they put out statements top, about that. And they on, put and out on statements top, about on, that. Exactly, and on top they of that, they were disappointed. They they felt disrespected, and they yeah. said it, but they talked to him. And on top of that, uh, the city of New Orleans alone, you know, being a black city, you know, Drew Brees, he's seen how many how many people he hurt. You know, people were burning his jersey. 
off of something that he said. That was that was just he 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 didn't even need to say that, you know. And um, going forward, he had an apology. He had an apology letter and an apology video stating the fact um, that I he didn't messed wa- up. I didn't watch the video, but I I seen his apology letter. Yeah, it's, it's on there oh. saying that That's he messed up. That's not and enough. things like that. It's not enough. It's, it's not. It's not. Not enough. You know, but yeah, every, apo- apology. Every, every apology comes with action, you know. So in order for yeah. us to support him and be behind him, you know, that was the first step. Now you got to continue what you've been doing, but in greater heights. You know, um, a lot of people don't know Drew Brees' background, but he's the core of New Orleans, donating mad money, doing this. But all of that don't matter when you state something that us people don't like. And he got the backlash off of that, you know, um, going forward with everything. Hopefully he can walk with his actions. Hopefully everyone around him can uh, can wake up and realize that it's not about us anymore. You know, um, we're not going to forget. We're not going to forget this, but everything, everything takes time and due time. You know, so Drew, Drew Brees messing up was he knew he fucked up. So going going forward with that, hopefully he can fix it. If not, you know, as black people, we cancel people just like that. Yeah. <laughs> Easily. Easily, you know. Yeah. Yeah. On top of that, um, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. No, no, my fault. On top of that, too, uh, one thing that I knew that he was serious, um, Trump tweeted at him, and then he tweeted at Trump back. You know, that alone is huge, whether y'all like to see it or not. That'll if that's that's yeah. in that's in white right. It's, it's something. Yeah. We, you know, we, yeah. we ask for a lot, but it's something. Yeah. And and um, I take that more than anything. But like going forward, he needs to. He definitely needs to uh, walk it walk it out. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was man. May I said a lot in there, but um, the thing is, I think we all know. Like the comments was dumb, but we can can we talk about like why they were dumb in the first place? Like what he was talking about. First off, when he the question was, they asked him about Kaepernick and uh, that whole situation. Yeah. yeah, the first thing Drew Brees said, or the first thing he did was he 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 was selfish about it. He made it about himself. Yeah, you know that just speak of, like privilege. He's a very privileged dude, and it kind of it came off as tone deaf to where you're not even understanding the situation. There's a situation beyond what you got going on, and then he starts talking about his grandparents being in the uh, army and fighting all that stuff. That's, that's still another like tone deaf thing too. Cause when there were black men fighting in those wars, probably right next exactly. to the grandparents too, exactly. and they came home and they had to deal with racism too. So that didn't make sense to me either. Him saying that, and then to the to the point May I was talking about uh, to him apologizing and kind of realizing he didn't. That was a BS apology. And his apology, he basically said, um, well, he apologized for his his what he was saying for it be take, taken the wrong way. Like that that isn't causing his apology if you're, if you're apologizing for people misunderstanding what you were saying. You know, if he would have recognized I don't I, I don't think he recognized like exactly what he what he said and why the, he, Yeah, the impact himself. of what his yeah. words did. Yeah, so that's why I'm calling it a BS apology like this. Yeah, BS apology. For it to come one day after that too, it's like, come mm-hmm. on, dude. Like you yeah. how much to, like from what you said in your interview to that question, it doesn't take one day for you to understand why why people are so mad at you. You know, and another thing about that too is his feelings about the Kaepernick and protesting like that. That's that's nothing new, you know. So I I I, I was kind of shocked that this time it kind of caught a lot of a lot of attention because he's been he's been expressing those feelings. You know, you so know his you know his apology was made by a PR team. Oh yeah, absolutely. But to it, try to it's make like, him to try to make him look good. 
Yeah, no, right. but then he had another body where he was he was he was speaking on IG Live, right? And it was basically the same thing where he 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 said he was basically apologizing for mis- being misunderstood. He wasn't misunderstood. You was wrong. Mm-hmm. It was wrong. That's where yeah. your apology got to be about. You got to apologize about being wrong. Right. You know, and it's it's just I don't know. I I there's there's no and him treating that Trump like that's come on, man. That's some BS stuff right there. Nah, he's just trying to win the people. That's how I feel. Like he's just trying to win the people back. He doesn't mean he's yeah. not meaning what he, he needed. He needed to do action. He needed to do that because if he doesn't do that, yeah, he needs to. If it, if he what, doesn't what, do that, then he. What actions would he have to do then? Start a movement. Like remember that topic what we what we brought up last week about um, white people about we need them in order to them need to speak up about in order. Black he needs to speak. He, yes, he needs to help. He needs to he needs to get every white person that he knows of that has a higher power. Hold, hold, hold a seminar, something in, in that nature, because he has that influence. He has that name and he has that stature, you know, so that, that just him alone with uh, just him, him, him alone. He can he, he's capable of doing things like that. So that's where I feel like that's where I mean, like as in walking in and then just the rest is history. You know, the you plain Jane. Yeah, I no, think well, you need to be quiet. I'm 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 gonna keep it real with y'all, man. I, I don't I don't care what he does after this. I really I really it don't care. Like I feel like, quiet, I feel like I feel like I would I feel like I would never uh look at him the same again. I follow him. Like to me right now, he just he's a racist white man in my eye. I don't care what he does. No, it's kind of like it's kind of like okay. Let's say let's say you're great cheating on you, right? And then after afterwards, she's just all of a sudden she's all nice to you every day. She cooking for you. She wake up in the morning cooking for you. No, it doesn't mean she loves you more. It just means she she feel guilty now. She's trying to why make it up to you. That? Why, why would you? Why would you say that analogy? <laughs> but that, that's what it is. When, but when somebody, I see, no, I see where you're coming from, though. I, I, I see where you're coming from, but that analogy, yeah. man. I mean, why you ain't never? That's deep, bro. Why you, you ain't never got cheated on, huh? Uh, <laughs> talk about nah. <laughs> <laughs> me neither. I've never got cheated on either. But anyways, that's that's what I'm coming from. I feel like you're just guilty, man. It's just damage control to me. Like yeah, it's hard for me to it's hard for me to say this is coming from the heart, you know what I mean? So even if it is like I, I won't be able to just accept it right now, man. I feel like there's nothing you can do uh for me to trust him again. And just like when somebody does you wrong, you might kind of forgive them, but you will never look at them the same. So it don't matter what they do now. Nobody gonna ever see him the same. Like yeah, exactly. before this, he was, before this, he was like a legend, you know, to a lot of people. Yeah. You know what I mean? So after this, even though he might still be a legend, like to me though, nah, I don't even look at him the same. Right. No. And you have the right to say that. You do have the right to say that. But my thing is with people, you know, we get criticized regardless we're quiet or not. And I feel like he had to stake that stature because he 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 was like, I'm even though I'm gonna get criticized, at least let me say my part and how I feel about it. Because when that when when that Yahoo video dropped, people were like, Oh, he needed a policy. He need he he needs something, he needs something. He brought an apology. Oh, now we need a video. Now he brought out a video. Now we need this, 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 to the point where like he's he's, you know, to the point where people people need these things, but in reality, we're still not satisfied. Do you know? So that's why I said what he did. That that that's that that that's that that was enough. Now just continue. I want to I, I want to bring up another topic real quick. Um, let's get off that real quick because um, he's lost in the sauce already. So. It is what it is. Yeah, but, it is uh, what it is, and, and he has a, he has a great to bring up. Is uh, All right, go ahead, go ahead. Did y'all did y'all see the um like the press conference from uh the commissioner of the NFL, Roger Goodell? 
Yeah. yeah, yeah he yeah, was yeah, talking yeah, yeah, about yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> we're sorry that we didn't hear our players before. How do y'all feel about that, man? Like, to me, that smells, that, that feels like a, a smack in the face, too. They had to take all, all 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 the black uh, all the black players uh, getting on an Instagram of uh, like pay like video, and then he he finally initials um, a like a like an address, talking about oh we're sorry that we we weren't listening to you guys before. Yeah, you should have been listening to them the whole time. Yeah, Roger Roger Goodell, Roger Goodell, the, he's the owner of the uh, National Football League. Yeah, and um, yeah, he 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 came out a statement talking about he's yeah he was sorry, but he brought out he he forgot the cap part. Yeah, you know, um, yeah. So wow. it go, it goes back to what you guys were saying. It was pretty much like they're they're pleasing they're pleasing the crowd, but in yeah. reality, us it the all, crowd that's what, that's what that's what we want, like. Now we want something else because he did this and it goes on, it goes on. Yeah. You know, so with Roger Goodell, I feel like it, it was supposed to happen eventually, but just with the timing of everything else, I feel like right now he 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 felt like it was best to drop something He's like that. He's doing it on purpose, man. It's, yeah. This shit is, is, I mean, I, I ain't trying well, to... Now if, let me ask y'all this. If, since everybody's doing things out of nowhere now, is it going to be on purpose or like... How are we going to go about these things? Because it seems like we're still not satisfied, or we would never. Okay, the, the better I'm, question. I'm is, from everything. The better question is, how do you know if it's true, uh, uh, facts or not? How, how do nobody you know knows. if it's true? Like nobody, nobody does. True. Nobody does. What? What? No. What, I mean, what? What? Popovich said. Uh, Greg Popovich, when he came out with that message, mm-hmm. I can tell that he meant that in his heart. Yeah, that's well, the thing. Know, like, I, I don't. I can't believe that. Yeah, a lot of these videos and apologies, even the Drew Brees things and the uh, Goodell thing, they all it kind of seemed like that whole just here, damn, like here, y'all yeah. wanted something here, here, yeah, got here it. you go. Which it doesn't, there's there's no sincerity in that. It doesn't like that's it doesn't it doesn't mean much. That's why I was saying like Drew Brees, I just, he just probably just got to be quiet, chill. Goodell, it's like just just stop. That's that's a BS. It's, it's I mean it's a big thing for them because it's, it's almost like they're admitting that they were wrong in the first place. Even they're still not taking a step of like why they were wrong and how they were wrong, but it's 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 a good step forward. Like hopefully, like they'll get to the point where they could come out and admit like why we were wrong, how we were wrong, and what we're doing to change that. So I think that'd be the next step. Yeah, I mean, man, I feel like for them to speak up is you know it is a big thing for black people. You know, but at this time, ain't no telling if they for real or they just saying it because that's what people want to hear at this time. So we're just going to just take it, whatever they can give us, I guess we're just going to take that for now, you know. But as far as, like, there's the white people that have been speaking out for a while. Those white people, I trust them. Like, you guys brought up how, you know, he's been speaking out. Him and Steve Curry, they've been speaking out for a while, you know, since going back to 2016, 2017. So those guys, they've been on it, so I trust them. But for everybody else, you know, that's just kind of jumping on and saying Black Lives Matter, like, ain't no, ain't no, uh, there's no way for us to know if they're being sincere or they're just saying what we want to hear. Yeah. So we're just gonna be just take that right now because that's all we can get as long as like, cause yeah. they they got fans and they people that look up to them. So if they're saying that those fans might believe that they mean it, you know, and then it might change them. You know, it might change their thinking. So if that happens, then I guess that's good for us. So, but a lot of those people, I don't believe anything they say. You know, but it, we'll we'll take it though. It's better than nothing. It's better than them saying either the opposite yeah. or just being quiet. You know what I mean? So, 
I don't I don't really trust a lot of a lot of them people. No, but I think that's what we're just gonna leave it at that. Is this like a? Is this like you know like the because the NFL is coming back up? Is this like a gateway of some like a preview of what the NFL is supposed to be down the road? Like the hype? You know? Do you guys yeah. feel like it's like this the ratings in the media? Mm, I feel like know. I feel I feel like there's a there's, there's an agenda behind it. This is you know we don't um, know, bro. We don't. It know. goes no, no. It goes to that topic. Go no, hear me out. It goes to that um, bad publicity is good publicity type of thing, and. Yeah. Um, with the NFL, with the NFL, because they've been one of the market for the longest, and just I feel like they're trying to take advantage of a moment right now, you know, with uh, and, especially mainly Roger Goodell. It, know, it's, so. but, uh, let me let me say this: um, it's because um, you know how the NBA doesn't have that policy to where like the the anybody in the M- in NBA they can they can speak about uh, like social injustice, all that. You know, remember back in the day, they had the shirts, I can't breathe, all this and that, all of the shirts. Mm-hmm. They were pushing that forward, and they're, they're allowed to speak about everything that's going on. NFL players weren't because of Roger Goodell. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what he's trying to do now. He's, he's finally trying to think about maybe he might, maybe he might change his policies and let, people, let, let, let the players speak. Because they've been speaking on Instagram. I've been no, y'all, know it's, y'all know it's not Roger Goodell, right? It's the owners, bro. It's the owners. Roger Goodell doesn't make any policies. Who's the owners? But Roger Goodell is the owner owner of them. Yeah, he's the boss nah. of them. No, no, no. no not. He, he they own him. He works for them. He works for, he work, he he works works for them. them. Yeah, he does what they want him to do. So what they yeah. say, he just go and he's kind of like their little puppet. Yeah, he's the so he's the I, main, like he's that main guy though. But when you're that yeah, main just, guy, you don't feel like you don't have the right to say stuff when everybody. He doesn't. He doesn't. So let's say um, if a uh, if a player do speak up, if the mm-hmm. owner doesn't like it, then they'll go tell Roger Goodell to do whatever Roger Goodell got to do. Yeah. But it's up. It's always up to the owner. Roger Goodell not like let's say four nine four nine is wanting to keep cap. Roger yeah. Goodell is not gonna go to four nine and be like, hey, no, nah, y'all gotta cut him. Y'all gotta y'all gotta uh, drop him. No, right. he he doesn't have that kind of power. Right. No, it's always been the owner. All twenty nine of them, are, but I heard one one of the owner was a minority. So, but all twenty nine of them, yeah. they all most of them racist. You know, so hey, but um, uh, we should start wrapping this up. And uh, who uh, who got a shout out? Oh yeah, yeah, I had a shout out. I had a shout out. Well, I'm, mine is not a shout out. It's more of a, it's more of you know. There's this movie I watched on Netflix called uh, Get on the Bus. And um, that movie, when I watched it, you know, what I took out of it, I took a lot out of it, you know, more, more personally for me. You said what it's called? Uh, Get on the Bus. It's about, it's about a group of men, diverse men in L.A. They're taking a bus to D.C. But during that ride, you know, there's, they, they get conversation. They're, they're, they're having conversation amongst themselves. And on that bus, you have everyone from homophobes to... Um, men that are dating to teachers, students, a father and a son. A father and a son was chained up, you know, but it was for a meeting for that. And uh, you had a coon, a black coon in there. <laughs> uh, but it's just a bunch of personalities. And what I got of that, out of that was the, me- the meaning of life and pretty much 
what's what's what 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 us black men are supposed to do, how we're supposed to treat people, how we're supposed to raise our family, how we're supposed to react when cops come. It, you know, it's a, it's a bunch of dope messages, and it's produced by Spike Lee. You know, so I would mm-hmm. I would definitely I would definitely encourage y'all to go watch that on Netflix if mm-hmm. if y'all haven't Definitely yet. watch it. For sure. What was it called? Everybody got to watch it. Get on the Get bus. On the bus. Yeah. Get on the bus. Yeah. 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 Anybody else got something to say real quick? Nope. No shout outs for me. Uh, nah, I've really been... I've been watching this show called Genius. Uh, it's on Hulu. It's, it's about all them signs of like... Uh, what's the Einstein? All them uh, smart niggas. So, what's it called? It's, it's it. Uh, Genius. Okay. Genius is the nigga smart, but yeah, it's it's pretty cool. I think that they they spend about ten episodes on one person, and then they uh they switch on to the next one. I'm still on Einstein episodes right now. This dude was wild, man. I just I think I learned it back in high school, but I didn't really pay attention. But this dude was dating his uh his cousin, man. It's crazy. Y'all know that? Nah. <laughs> oh, you got people in the Middle East. Ah, oh, never mind. <laughs> yeah, no, no, but that's a, that's a good that's a good show though. Uh, I think most of it is is facts. I don't know if all of it is facts. If all of it is probably not all true story, but probably be about ninety percent of it is is true story. But yeah, I, I uh, that's that's it for me for the rest of the week. Hey, what's nephew's name? Uh, is is it Goy? Goy twice? Yeah, Goy. Oh, Goy. Yeah, man. Hey, shout out to him for Goy graduating. Goy. And during this pandemic that's been going on, yeah, and it's been a, it's been it's been a crazy twenty twenty. And uh, one yeah. thing that I do want to say about this, um, a lot of people say that they want to cancel twenty twenty. Don't cancel it, because right now, what we're going through right now, this is a major time in history. This is something that we're gonna remember. Not today, not tomorrow. Ten years from now, we're gonna remember this and say that, "Yo, what happened in 2020? It changed our lives." Thanks. And Gemma, what what you What's said up? the other day um, on on a, in the group chat, man, I don't even know. I agree with you. I don't know what normal is gonna feel like anymore. Oh, okay. On Twitter, yeah, I had to tweet yeah. about that. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what normal's gonna feel like anymore. But I mean, it is what it is. We're just gonna have to survive and live through it. Got to thug it out, man. Yeah. yeah. One thing I could. One, one thing I could tell people, man, as besides everything that's going on, work on yourselves, man. To be honest with you, yeah. like, we're all we're all broken, and you can tell. But if you don't work on yourself, man, you can't you can't fix everything else around you. So trying to find ways to empower yourself, work within, you know, just you know, just 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 figure out who you really are and what's your what your purpose is, you know, man. And um, I feel like when you when you do that as a person, things become more clear, and then you just move on to the next step. But first step is always work 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 with within yourself, man. That's something I would that's something I would say. Man, for for me personally, I'll just let you guys know, man. Like my suggestion is, don't like don't be afraid to be alone. Like ain't nothing wrong with being alone. You know, you don't always have to be around people all the time. Like I'm a type of person that I like to stay home, not just because like I don't want to be around people. I mean, I do. I go out every now and then, but like being home, just being alone sometimes, it's cool, man. Just get your thoughts together and just relax. You don't always have to be around people 
that's that's all I can say. So, um, hey man, therapy. Get therapy. Go to therapy. Yeah, if, if um, that's one thing we forgot to talk about is mental health, but we'll talk about that on uh the next podcast. But just make sure that you um med- if you if you if you can just meditate, meditate and uh, get your mind right. Because right now I can tell that a lot of people are stressing out because of just having to stay inside the house. But there's nothing wrong with that. So um, next, I, week, uh, I, have, I have a I have a I have a topic for next week, man. You know, yeah. I'm, so, uh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bring it up now, but y'all y'all just. Wait for <laughs> next- Hey, uh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Next nah. week, next no, it's, it's it's something real. It's something crazy, man. Like it's our community need to deal with it. And right. I think we should so, talk about um, it. So, but it's gonna be for next week. So next week we're gonna um bring up some more topics and keep y'all going, keep y'all entertained, keep y'all uh informed about what's going on in the world. And uh, man, my name is Messiah. That's Trudy. That's Gemma. That's Maya. And we out. Yo, you got to put the king in front of my name, bro. (laughs) You hear me, T? All right, King Chudy. There you go, my nigga. We out. All right, man. See see you all next week. Take care. Peace. We're going to be back. All right.